Hello, Jacket fans. You're listening to another episode of the Bartow Jacket Breakdown Podcast. We want to thank Live and Love Local Bartow, Holiday Inn Express, Evolve Lawn and Landscape, Crosswired Electric, and Excellence Realty, Elaine Sanders. Please, please, please go follow those pages on Facebook and give them some support. All right, Cole, you ready to do this? I am so ready, and welcome to a Barto Jagged Breakdown podcast. I'm your host, Cole, and I'm here with my co-host slash dad, Jason. And, How are you uh, doing today? Uh, we're doing good. We're doing this one without producer Jen today. She's got some errands to run, so we're going to go ahead and get into this. Um, how do you feel about this game coming I'm up, Cole? I'm feeling great. Feeling so great. 3-0, about chance to go 4-0. It's mm-hmm. a great thing. Um, been doing a little research on Kathleen from what I can see out there, and um, they got a good good ball club. So mm-hmm. we're gonna have to be ready this this Friday night. Based on your research, what are the keys for Kathleen this week? Well, from what I can tell, Kathleen is a very balanced offense. Mm-hmm. Um, they they you know they run the ball and pass the ball equal. I think that their passing game is a little behind their running game from what I can see. Um, but they do run the ball extremely well. They've got a, um, a feisty defense like Barto. So it's going to be, for Kathleen, I think they're going to have to come out and play uh, with no mistakes. They're going to have to dominate the clock, the time of possession. They're going to have to run the ball successfully. And I, I don't see them throwing the ball around on us too much. But, you know, it is at Kathleen. They have the home field advantage, which isn't that much, I don't think, especially this year with with COVID and everything. But, you know, they're going to have to come out and play a mistake-free game. And, you know, that's very hard to do. We don't know how the COVID situation is going to affect Kathleen in this game. You know, they have an extra week to prepare, but how many kids were really sick and were they out of practice or did they gain an advantage by not Mm -hmm. playing you know, maybe just one kid was out and they got some extra film time and stuff like that. So we won't know that until after the game. But um, this is going to be another big test, mm-hmm. you know, a, a test that I'm looking at it going, this is the biggest test. But I'm saying, like we say, we're saying that every week, you know, so. Yeah. Except Kat, for the first week. Well, but, you know, we didn't know that week. So going into this week, it's always been a, you know, a, a rivalry game. And um, I think that Kathleen has a great shot. If they run the ball, play sound defense, and don't make a lot of mistakes because you can't make mistakes against the Jackets. Yeah, you cannot make mistakes against the Bartow defense. Giving up six points six in points. three games, it's crazy. You you have to play great offense if you want to put up like more than 14 points a game. And that's the thing. I think that the Jackets, until proven otherwise, you know, excuse me, a team's going to have to prove to me that they can come out and score 21 points against us because we're going to put up some points. Mm-hmm. You know, now this is going to be probably the best defense that we've seen um, so far. But, you know, from from looking at it, uh, you know, we're ranked better. That, Like I said, we've said it every week. It doesn't carry too much weight yet. But uh, the Jackets just, to me, on paper and film right now, look like the better team. Mm-hmm. But coming out of uh, a COVID week, like I said, we don't know what to expect. So now that we've talked about Kathleen, what are your, what are the key things that Bartow needs to do to win against Kathleen on Friday? Really, Bartow just needs to clean it up a little bit. You know, we've had a couple of games where we've had some um, sloppy play and some penalties that we don't need to be making. Um, I feel like, 
You know, it's just kind of the same thing. For Bartow, my thing is I would um, load the box up, stop the run. If you stop the run and I, you know, make somebody beat you with the pass continuously, I don't see teams being able to do that. I think we have excellent DBs and good safeties. So I load the box up, stop the run. And then on offense, it's just a matter of executing. You know, take away those penalties, take away those drop snaps, take away all the things that which I say all the things, but we're not doing a lot of things wrong. But Coach Tate knows that to beat the Kathleen's, to beat the Winter Havens, to beat the Lake Wales, you've got to play a clean game across the board. So that's what I'm looking for right now is Barto to come out and dominate defensively and then offensively throw the ball around and, and make plays and have fun because I do not think um, right now from what I'm seeing that Kathleen's defense is going to be able to stop us from scoring 28 points. But I think our defense can stop them. Yeah, I don't see. I don't see. That's what I'm saying. I don't see, you know, and, and, and it's not the end of the world. If, if we're wrong here and Bartow comes up and lays an egg and, and we get embarrassed one game, these games from what we're seeing – you know, it's not like college football where every game is the most important thing on the season, you know, <laughs> as UCF. But it's a situation where, you know, if things go bad, Coach Shade will have an opportunity to clean it up and, and, and uh, rectify the wrongs. But I just feel like we haven't seen the best of Bartow yet. And that's very scary for opposing teams. <laughs> it is. So, Cole, you know, there's not a whole bunch. You know, we'll get more into specifics on Thursday of this game. But uh, can you – we'll get into what we've used to do a lot, um, talking a little other sports and NFL. Can you give the fans out there a little early predictions on your NFL teams, who you think that will be in the playoffs? Um, the Buccaneers, hopefully. Okay. I, we're playing better than the Saints right now. Saints are 2-2. Two and two. Bucks are three and one. Yeah, I'm feeling confident. Com- sorry, confident about this season. Okay, so the NFC South, you're going with the Bucks. Mm-hmm. NFC East. It, uh, NFC East is kind of weak, ain't it? Yeah, I don't Isn't know. Isn't Philly number one in the NFC? East? And they're one, two, and one. <laughs> I don't even know to go who to go with there. It could be literally anybody. They could go seven and nine to make the playoffs. Who else do you like in the NFL um, right now? I'm liking I'm liking the Chiefs, obviously. The Chiefs I mean, again. Yeah, they play tonight against the Patriots. It's gonna be a good game. Um, Any other teams standing out to you? Seahawks. They're playing amazing. Four and zero. Seattle. Huh? Mm-hmm. Russell Wilson MVP candidate already. DK Metcalf's playing good. Tyler Lockett's playing good. Any sleepers out there in the NFL? Any sleepers. Hmm. Hmm. Any sleepers? Probably, probably the um, Titans. I know they're, I know they're three and zero, but um, I hear nobody talking about them. What about Baltimore? How's Baltimore doing? Uh, they are three and one, same as us. They played the Chiefs. That's why they lost. Um, yeah, they're doing good. Uh, they played the football team yesterday, and they put RG three in when they were up like thirty seven ten. They played the who? Uh, Washington football team. <laughs> We just call them the football team. Now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Cole, that was pretty good because I put you on the spot there. When he has uh, absolutely nothing in front of him, and I just put him on the spot on some NFL talk. I do not 
follow the NFL that much. I'm sorry to say I, I do keep tabs on the Bucks, but um, Saturday is my day to watch football. Friday and Saturday. So on Sunday, I just try to find something else to do. I mean, I have three straight days of football, really. Friday, <laughs> Saturday, and Sunday, you know? Well, Saturdays where Friday and Saturdays is where it's at for me. I mean, I, I like, you know, NFL, and um, but I just, there's something about watching people play a sport for the fun of the sport, mm-hmm. you know, opposed to making money. And, and that goes to every sport. I like, you know, when the college soccer comes on TV on ESPN, I'm watching the heck out of that because it's so much more fun to watch college athletes play, high school athletes play. To me, than um, like Major League Baseball. I watch the Mets, but you asking me about like the playoffs right now. Like, who you think is going to win MLB? Who's your Who's your pick? I got the Dodgers out of the NL and the Rays out of the AL. As much as I'm a Florida man, um, I think the Dodgers are going away with the Dodgers. It. I would go with the Dodgers. Dodgers too, and seven. All right. What about the bubble? The NBA bubble. I don't really watch basketball, but. Finals, uh, Lakers have won two games so far. Heat has won one, which was last night. Uh, I say Lakers and six. Lakers and six. Lakers and six. Did you see LeBron walked off the court with like eight seconds left? Mm-mm. I yeah. didn't see that. Eight seconds left on the clock, and the Heat had the ball, and they were just dribbling at a half court. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. And uh, LeBron just walked off the court to the locker room. Really? Yeah. And, and people say, well, I don't know why everybody gives LeBron such a hard time. Da, da, da. Well, he does things like that, you know. So, But I'm going with the Heat. I think the Heat are going to make a, a major upset. They're the, I don't, they're the sleepers. I don't watch yeah. NBA that much either, but, um, you know, I'm going for the underdog on that one. Yeah. I've heard that um, every playoff series that the Lakers have been in this this um, bubble postseason, whatever, uh, they won four one every series against the Trailblazers, against the Nuggets, and against the I forget what other team they play. College football is off and running. College, mm-hmm. uh, our team looks pretty good. Two and zero. The Gators are two and zero. Worried about the defense a little bit. Um, you know, I, I see people saying, "Well, the defense will be fine." Da, da, da. Well, just keeping. You know, when Grantham was at. Um, Georgia, and he started to get his own players at Georgia. The defense at Georgia started going down. So I'm, I'm keeping an eye on that right now with Grantham. Mm-hmm. I, I think that if we fall short of SEC championship this year, that you may see a change in Gainesville with the defense coordinator. And there's a lot of – there'll be a lot of good names out there to bring in to Florida for a defense coordinator. But Dan Mullen's not going to allow the offense to be as good as it is right now. Mm-hmm. Kyle Trask to Kyle Pitts – it's amazing what they're doing. <laughs> now, having said that, I'm not going to be a homer. The best college football team in the nation right now looks to be Alabama. Um, year in and year out, they're, the, they're at the top. Um, Clemson looks good. Miami looks good. We'll see what Miami's made of this coming up week Dude, against Georgia, Clemson. Georgia, man. Georgia, Georgia's Georgia. Like, I, And even though they beat Florida the last couple of years, like, I don't – they don't – impress me the way Alabama does, the way a Clemson does. They just, and maybe it's their coaching too. I don't, I don't put a lot behind Kirby smart. Um, I don't think he's a great coach. He's a good coach, but I don't think he's a great coach. But as far as Florida is concerned, they've got to get by Georgia this year. Like they've got to get by them. And uh, if they don't do it this year, 
And, and Florida kind of reminds me offensively as, of Barton. Mm-hmm. You know, you got a situation where when, when Florida has the ball, it's like, are you going to, how are you going to stop us? So we'll see what happens, but I'm hoping. Actually, that, what's your score prediction for when we play Georgia? Eh, it's too far off right now. I don't, I don't want to make a score. We play them in November. It's around so. um, the end of October. Well, see, the, the, everything's changed this year. I can't yeah. even. We play <laughs> Tennessee at the end of the year. Like 2020 just, ugh, I'm over 2020. Mm-hmm. So I think, oh, what about UCF? Now, I don't know if you know, a couple years ago, UCF claimed to be national champions. You know, they went undefeated. They bought banners at the school. We're undefeated. We're national champions. And, uh. The quarterback for UCF after last week tweeted out that UCF was the best team in Florida. Now, Cap. I, with some of my friends, was going back and forth saying, "No, I, you know, I want him to say that. Like, I wouldn't want my quarterback to say anything else." However, lesson learned here, son. <laughs> Keep your mouth shut because you say something like that. And then you turn around and lose to Tulane or Tulsa, whoever they played. Okay, I heard that it was a they, rough night for them. It was they were Tulsa, whoever they played was zero and one, and beat UCF. And now everybody's going at that quarterback. Keep your mouth shut. Wait, stay did humble. he say that before the game? He said that after the the week prior's win. Oh. So you know when we had um, Lynn Johnson on the phone, it wasn't like Lynn Johnson was saying. Bartow's the best team in the county. Bartow's the best team in the state. Yeah. Everything focused was on the best thing about 3-0 and is the chance you got to go 4 it. So when you're a quarterback and you're in a situation like that, stay humble. You know, I'm glad that he said it. I wouldn't want my quarterback to go, oh, we're the second best team in the state of Florida. I wouldn't want that. But you got to watch what you say because those things come back to bite you. You should have been focusing on the game at hand. Not whether or not you were the best team in the state. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So moral of the story, be like Lynn Johnson. <laughs> stay humble, you know, and, and stay focused on what the goal is. Same thing for you. You got a goal, stay focused on it, and uh, all that other stuff. Nobody will work can tell out. me I can't do it. Yeah, I mean, just but you start running your mouth, or you start using those fingers and tweeting, and uh, bad things can happen. Mm-hmm. And that's what happened to UCF. Karma. And and I feel bad because. You know, your sister's there, first year, COVID. She got tickets to one game so far, which is, I think, the Tulane game. So I think they played Tulsa, and she's got Tulane or vice versa. I don't know. It's not that important because they're not that good. <laughs> I mean, I hate to say it, but you can't lose to an 0 one team and talk about you the best team. Now, let's talk about the best teams in the state. Can we talk about the Seminoles real quick? Mm-hmm. What is going on in Tallahassee? <laughs> Do you have friends that are Seminole fans? Mm-mm. Well, I'm, yeah, probably. I know. But I, they're not talking. They're gone. <laughs> <laughs> Where are my Seminole fans at? I don't really watch the Seminoles. What they happened? were losing to Jacksonville State. <laughs> no way. <laughs> they ended up coming back and winning the game. But, um, I, you know, Florida's been down in the past, but I, I don't remember being this down. I mean, they're looking bad up there in Tallahassee, and they can't afford any, to do anything else because they're still paying a couple of coaches that they fired. So... It's going to be it. But they're, they're lucky that we're not playing them this year. No, I wish we were. 2020 again. All right, so anything else you want to talk about? Anything hot topic sports related that you want to touch on? Not really, no. I think we covered pretty much all the major sports. And 
Uh, talk a little bit about the jackets and we're oh, looking. Oh yeah, um, hockey. I know that ended like a couple weeks ago. Tampa hey, Bay Lightning. Tampa Bay Congratulations, Lightning. Congratulations, Tampa Bay. So this is what Cole and I do on our father and son thing podcast. We talk about all all sports, the hot topics that are going on. We haven't really done a podcast on that. No, nah, we figured we'd give the give the fans a little bit, show them what we do when we're not just talking a specific um, about the jackets. And, you know, there's not a ton, a ton of information. Like I said, I tried finding some things and, and I saw some film. I got to see some film from last year and it's kind of looking at numbers and who was coming back and this, that, the other. And we'll get into that more on Thursday. But anything else? Mm-mm. 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 You're a man of many words. I am. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jacket fans, thank you for checking us out. And we'll be back Thursday to break down the game and hopefully um, get get somebody on the line, possibly. So we'll see what happens. All right. Thank you for listening. Thank you to our sponsors again. And uh, go Jackets. Peace. Have a good day, everyone.